wicked, wicked fly. This is your summer. That means Six Flags in the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, delicious burgers, yes. real moments together, and this. Coke is summer refreshment when you need it most, so you can hop on another ride or race down a slide at the water park. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit SixFlags.com slash Coke to save up to $20 on passes, plus daily tickets starting at $34.99. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Change your vehicle's oil before your summer road trip and save money now with Pennzoil and O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic for just $22.95 after mail-in rebate. Save money and protect your engine against sludge and wear with a synthetic oil change. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts today or O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Welcome to the Unscripted Podcast. My name is Corby LaCroix, and the song you're hearing right now is called Great and Mighty One, available on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your music. But for now, recording from the Unscripted Studio at the Junction in Old Hilliard, here's your host and my friend, Aaron Conrad. All right, everybody, welcome back to Unscripted from my studios here at the Junction in Old Hillier. Uh, man, I'm, I'm really excited. I have been so excited all day. Uh, I think two podcasts ago, we did a podcast. It was heavy. It was deep. It was some tears. It was a lot. It was a lot. I could not wait to get my guest back on today. My, why, don't, why don't you introduce yourself and we'll go from there. Yeah, hey, thank you so much, man. I've been excited ever since you invited me back. I think we had... Uh, we have a kindred spirit and, uh, I had a great time. I'm excited about just, just cutting it up with you again. I'm Adam Comer. I'm a pastor and the chief executive officer of S2L recovery. And, um, uh, I think kind of the reason we met is, um, we recently released a documentary called the forgotten pandemic, and it's just about Christ centered addiction recovery. And so that's kind of gone out to a lot of podcasts and things to, to talk about, maybe promote it. And so, you were gracious enough to have me on now twice to discuss it, and so, man, I'm I'm thankful for that. No, I wanted to welcome you back. Uh, you, as you said, we have become kindred spirits. We have texted, um, you know, on a personal level, which, I, man, yeah. I, you know, I'm so thankful for a podcast that allows me to to go to a personal level with people, and especially as something as important as addiction. Um, we, we had a very heavy episode the first time, so I wanted to really not re-record, I wanted to come back, visit you all again, because you had a very important topic that I think we touched on, but there was a lot of other uh, elements involved. So if anybody wants to go back and listen to it, cool. If not, that's fine. Um, so let's talk about the Forgotten Pandemic, because it yeah. is an important documentary that really, it hit home with me. And, and I wanted to have you all again on again, because I think if it hit home with me, it's going to hit home with others. Um, because addiction touches us all. So let's talk about the forgotten pandemic, man. Let's talk about that. Yeah. And not to repeat things for your listeners, but I mean, I'll kind of tell you the Genesis and I'll kind of tell you where we're at now since we spoke. And, um, I I just can't recall what I, what all I said, but we're a, we're a addiction recovery ministry. We have a 26 bed facility that, uh, licensed by the state called S2L recovery, uh, you can check it out at s2lrecovery.org. A little plug, a little selfless hey, uh, 
plug worth right it. there. Yep. Selfish do plug. It. Um, but we're not a filmmakers. We have no desire to do that. But at the beginning of the pandemic in 2020, like the the real deal one when everybody was kind of freaking out, and I guess some still are, but um, we felt God was calling us to do a little uh, or I'm sorry, not God was calling us. I felt like it was time for us to do a little three-minute promo video for the ministry, just kind of refresh it. And then inside of that, we did feel the Lord saying, hey, addiction and this message of Christ-centered recovery and that addiction's not a surprise to God. It's bigger than S2L. It's bigger than you, Adam. It's bigger than your team and ministry. This message needs to go out. And so like, well, okay, well, what does that mean? And uh, if you recall, I think I've said this, but just kind of given the birth of it because it's the truth and it doesn't change. But uh, around this time is when a lot of documentaries got popular mm-hmm. uh, with the forgot or that's ours, the the Tiger King and the mm-hmm. Last Dance with Jordan right. and Social Dilemma, and there's a few more. And, and so we felt like God was calling us to make a documentary inside of that, and our yes was just on the table. And man, I'll, I'll tell you, filmmaking is is ridiculously hard. Uh, and very expensive, and we're not a, a wealthy uh, organization. Uh, but God honored us, blessed us, just because we were obedient. And yes, was on the table, and He opened doors for us. We had Zach Williams uh, and uh, Mark Hall from Casting Crowns, and politicians and pastors and guys that were uh, that have gone through it. And and it's just it's a really good, really good documentary. It's forty minutes long. Um, we were committed to not releasing anything unless it was done with excellence and to make a film with excellence with a low budget means you have to have amazing partners and do a lot of the work yourself. And right. I mean, just a little behind the curtain, how the sausage is made. I mean, for a one minute clip of a movie or a film edited, refined, mastered, done it, a one minute edit could take hours, <sighs> hours. And, and I mean, that's after, I think we had over a hundred hours of content and we crunched all that down to a 40 minute story and a 40 minute, here's our message. And so it was, it was rough. It was, it was obviously if I knew then what I know now, I don't know how quick my yes would have been on the table, but, but thankfully I'm ignorant in that and God's used it in a a major way. And so here's kind of where we are now. Um, it it launched in, uh, September at the very end of August of last year, September, uh, August 31st was international overdose awareness day. And since launching it, uh, we've had a great response from the capital C church, uh, Uh almost like, a, yeah, why, why didn't we, why didn't, why? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for saying addiction is not a surprise to God. And, And there is alternatives to what the secular world says about you're an addict or an alcoholic your whole life. And there's other methodologies to it. And it feel, it really seems as though the feeling I have, and I, I saw your, um, um, your tweet this morning. Uh, well, two tweets, one was with Inky Johnson. I just want to say, I know you're a Ohio state guy, but you know where ink went, right? <laughs> I, oh, well, Tennessee actually, Vols, baby. The hey, Tennessee I'm a, volunteers. I'm a Carolina guy. I live in, okay. I live in Columbus, but I'm a Carolina guy. So okay. I, I'm, I'm party neutral. <laughs> okay. Party neutral, but I needed, I love I needed to give ink a shout out. Ink, come on yes. the pod, uh, Do unscripted, it. Do uh, it. but but I also saw the one where you gave us the quote from the rooms of recovery to the revival of a nation. Right. And it's so wild to see that. Like we're yes. seeing that happen uh, in a wave of the church, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, leaders, lay leaders, pastors, elders, deacons, they're, they're stepping up and they're like, hey, I want to start recovery ministry at this church once a week. And so they're reaching out to us. We're, they're asking us for curriculum. We're training them. And, and I mean, the documentary is really what drove all of that. Awesome. Uh, like for example, it's it's why I'm on this podcast. It's right. it's why right. I was doing one before I got on here. And so it's really just 
I thought it was going to be a movie that God was going to use and star it on Netflix and the whole world's going to see it. But it's actually not that. It's a tool to wake up and, and wake up, O sleeper, to the church that, hey, this is an issue that the church traditionally in church history has marched towards and not handed off to the secular world. And we need to reclaim spiritual authority in that. It's awesome. And I'll tell you, like, uh, so um, it's funny. It's almost like you saw my notes because on my notes I had the forgotten pandemic uh, from the rooms of recovery come the revival of a nation. Yeah. And God is not surprised by addiction. So I really want to unpack that in a second. But I will tell you as, as a guy. So, again, if anybody is listening to this and didn't hear our previous episode, that's fine. But on our previous episode, I was a sloppy mess because I was personally walking through something myself. And um, what what the what the documentary did for me was it was a wake up call to uh, mm. because you know, I think it touches on opioids and those are a big problem, a big problem for us in this country, and we need to address it. But uh, it also just touched on addiction in general. And and look, that's a big word, and it covers it's a very broad word. Um, it yeah. covers a lot of things, whether it's uh, pornography, whether it's um, vaping, whether it's uh, food. You know, alcoholism, food, you know, right, yeah. right. It's a huge broad brush. But at the end of the day, I think addiction touches us all. And uh, in our previous episode, um, I myself, you know, got real and honest about uh, an addiction or addictions that I have. And, and I'm so thankful for your friendship. You said a kindred spirits, man, you've been a huge supporter of me. And so I'm th very thankful for that. I'm thankful that a, a documentary and an opportunity like this woke me up to mm -hmm. say, it's time to address this. Like you can't keep doing this. So, um, I There's want God. people to hear that because yeah, man. And, and, and let me say this too. Um, after our recording, just so people know behind the curtain, as you said, um, after our recording, we got back on. I want people to know that this team um, got back on with me, prayed with me, prayed over me, um, and y'all didn't see that. Y'all didn't hear it. It wasn't on the podcast. It wasn't on video. It, that was between us. But at the end of the day, I want people to know that that's the kind of team we're talking to right now. So if you're hearing this episode, I want you to know these are the kind of guys that um, – that we're talking to right now you're hearing from right now they're passionate about this and man i'll never forget it ever forget it uh our first episode was tended to be about me and this one's not about me but i did want to let people know what kind of people uh they're hearing from right now and what what s2l is all about man it really i'll never in my life forget it it, it meant the world to me and that's why i couldn't wait to come back on today yeah, man. Very gracious, very, very kind words. And actually the, the two guys that he's talking about, I, I went over and was talking to him at the station, but, um, we have a podcast. And so the producer and, and the co-host of the podcast, they are the ones they are in here. They were listening like last week, they're here doing it now again, just because they, you have an energy and, and kind of a sports. I mean, we're, we're just, we're just kindred, man. Yeah, man. But they, they came on just like, Adam, they asked me, okay, can I, can I talk to him? I'm like, yeah, man, put your stuff. <laughs> and they wanted to just, they were inspired by the the just the just the transparency, the honesty, the 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 I don't know, man, the ferociousness to drag things into the light and just be bold. Yeah. And so they wanted to tell you that and then pray with you. And so, yeah, man, God's put a cool team together here, and 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 we're man, we're honored. And, and it looks like God's putting a cool team together with you too. I've I've been keeping up with with um, the the team that, that's coming together and the things that are coming together with you. Well, I think we, we talked about it offline before we got yeah. on, but, uh, you know, whatever it is, no matter whether it's S2L, whether it's unscripted, uh, we control the inputs and God controls the outcome. 
even That's even right. whoever's going to hear this today, if you're hearing this today, um, God controls the outcome. And so you're probably hearing this for a reason. Maybe there's someone in your life that's uh, struggling with addiction. Maybe you are struggling with addiction. If you're hearing my voice, if you're hearing Adam's voice, yeah. uh, and you're struggling with addiction, let's get it right. Let's 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 uh, get to a place where. And look, I'm going to tell you personally. I know. Trust me. I know this is really hard. And there's going to be some very hard days. Um, it look, it's not um, uh, you know packaged movie that ends well. Sometimes mm-hmm. it, it takes, as you said, drag it into the light. And when you drag something, it's not typically really a, a good experience. But no, it's so normally worth it's kicking it, and screaming, right? Right. Normally it's, it's so kicking worth and screaming it. when it's dragged. Yeah, and that's my experience too. I, I mean, I'm I'm an open book. I have. Um, years of devastation, just just decay and devastation and ruining every relationship I ever owned and, and being kicked out of every place I could ever live. My only woman I ever loved left me and uh, just blew through. I mean, addiction ravaged my life. And I went to secular programs. I tried the thing. I did the meetings. I did, the, I did everything that was prescribed, and it was... Um, I don't know. It was not an inside out situation. It was an outside in and, and white knuckling and behavior modification. And then when I went to S2, I actually came through the program 10 years ago that God's called me to lead now. Uh, I'm the wow. chief executive officer and a pastor of this program, but I went through this program 10 years ago. So as I'm, as we're talking to you out there that's listening, I'm not someone who's just read the books and studied. I have done those things as, as God's kind of taken me to school and things, but I, I speak on the authority of the Word of God, but also my testimony. Mm. And my testimony was a... Um, I'm not, I'm uh, the guy standing, you know, see the 10 year challenges, right? That everybody's doing. And, uh, and the guy that's sitting here today was not that guy 10 years ago. Yeah. He was, he was, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I have even talking about it. And, and I think it's, you kind of bring it out in me just with our kindred spirit, but I have like goosebumps, not because of what I've done. I've messed everything up, right. but because of the power of, of God and what he's done, it's a story. It's an unscripted story that I thought yeah. that only he could write. And like, I would have never thought this would be what's going on 10 years ago. I was doomed. I thought I'd be in jail by the end of the week, just about every week. Wow. And I love, I love the, the 10 year challenge you put up on Facebook. I love the pictures, man. Yeah. That was a recent picture of the fam. That's one of my favorite pictures of us or recent pictures of us for sure. I'm so literally, I saw it. I'm so happy for you. Um, because it's, it's tough. It it is, uh, anyone listening, trust me, like I said, it, hear us that it's going to be tough but it's so worth it man it's uh it's so worth it to have a freedom you've never experienced before because i think in most people that are in addiction they don't want to be there and there's days and there's moments there's hours there's uh times when they just want to be out but the only thing that they know is the addiction and so they just keep repeating the same behavior but so let me ask you that because i i i i love that quote um it really has stuck with me personally. Um, God is not surprised by addiction. What do you mean by that? Because man, that that is a bold statement. Uh, it but is. I, I know what you mean by that. But, yeah. but for our audience, what do you mean by God is not surprised by addiction? Yeah, yeah. A few fold, a few fold in the aspect of why we feel God's called us to make the documentary and and why we're saying that. 
um, is is that it was to really not wake up. I love the Capital C Church, so I'm never talking bad about her. I love her, but it was time for someone to step up and, and say, hey, we are we are passing on this problem to what the world says is the solution. And that's not right. How do we know? Well, look at the data that we're getting every single year and how the problem's getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and, worse and deaths and decay and all of this stuff's happening. Yeah. And so when, when, when we say that, it's not trying to be a jab or anything like that, but it's supposed to be like, oh, yeah, right? Not like, because we all know that. A believer, a true believer, we all know that in our mind, but it's not until maybe you hear it, it's like, well, what do you mean by that? And what I mean by that is, uh, the the modality of identity and the the even the some of the, the systems that are being out there to treat addiction to tell you that you are this disease or you are this sin or you are this problem however you want to word it and that's what you've got to identify with hey I'm Adam I'm an addict or an alcoholic that's who I am that's from the pits of hell right. that's antithetical to God's word and yet that's what the mainstream is doing. And so addiction is not a surprise to God is saying, hey, no, 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 wake up, old sleepers, me, us, church. Let's look at what the Word of God says. And what the Word of God says is that you are crucified with Christ as a believer. It's no longer you that lives, but it's Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live, I live to Him who saved me. Now, if that's what God says, and if He says also, if you're in Christ, you're a new creation, the old has passed away, the new has come, on and on and on and on it can go that our identity is saint, not sinner. On and on and on it can go that our identity is in Christ and Christ alone. And if that's what He says, how dare us say anything different? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I, I, mean, I I'll um, preach about this for days. So just you, I, well, you interrupt those. <laughs> no, nah, platform's yours, brother. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think it's so interesting because uh, when we recorded our last episode, uh, two or three days later, I got on a plane. I went to a men's conference. It was all about grace, and um, I think grace is important in in addiction and in, and especially in recovery. And I came home from that um, uh, conference with a wonderful man named John Lynch, an author. Uh, and he has a book called The Cure, which is an amazing book, by the way, not to plug it, but uh, uh, John will be on in a few episodes. But um, what John talked about was the fact that I left that conference with a steadfast understanding. Again, this is in the, all this happened within the same week. You know, my acknowledging an addiction issue, addressing it with my family, I went to this conference. And uh, what was important in that conference is I think my, my debt – in terms of my sin has been paid, man, as, as a believer. Right. Um, and, and I came home so, uh, just blessed by the fact that my eternity's paid. God, that took, you mentioned in our first episode, um, your story and, and Easter and how Easter took on a whole new, um, uh, you know, it, it just took on a whole new meaning for you when you realize the weight of Easter, it's not about bunnies and baskets, man. It's about, uh, Christ paying our, our debt. uh, Right. And so when I, when I came home from that, um, what I understood is that my debt in eternity is paid. Christ paid that for me. doesn't mean I can go sin and just do my, you know, blameless, you know, just, you know, and not, uh, try to, live a life that is like him. But for me personally, I knew my debt 
there is paid. But here's what I want to talk to you about. My debt in, in on earth, my debt now to family, friends, uh, extended family, that's not paid. Uh, my my uh, father-in-law called it the stupid tax. <laughs> I have to pay the stupid tax. Um, yeah. And that, that comes from a, a pastor friend of mine as well. Um, so that's tough. How do you all work with that? Because we all do yeah. have, we have a stupid tax, right? Whether it's yeah. a DUI, whether it's yeah. a, a lost marriage, whether it's broken relationships. I mean, there's a whole list of things that can happen with our stupid tax here. But yeah. the important thing is, I think anyone listening to this, and, and please you know, correct me if I'm wrong. The important thing is our eternity, our debt in eternity is paid when we trust Christ because he paid that for us. And when you realize the weight of that, man, that addiction takes on a whole new meaning because every yeah. time we make that decision, we understand that, man, that's my, my sin on that cross. Um, but it doesn't excuse what we have to pay here. So there, there was a very interesting uh, dynamic there between earth and my eternity. Does that make sense? It absolutely does. And, and, and I just want to, I, I, all right, let's do this. I feel like the prosperity gospel has polluted so much theology that what you just said almost seems astronomical. Like when I'm talking about freedom in Christ and I'm 10 years removed, I don't mean that the consequences of my actions I didn't have to deal with in the, right. in a, for a season in life, right. uh, from the addicted season. Right. I'll never, it would be a major mistake to, to not acknowledge, and we teach this and we talk to the guys like this, hey, when you go home, don't expect your family to look at you different. Right. I know you've been here for six, 12 weeks and all of these things. And God, I'm not questioning your salvation and what God's doing. Here. I could tell you're on fire, man. But when right. you go home, you need to understand that you've created chaos at that place. And you've right. got to reap some things. Now, I will say, regardless of how they look at you and what they say to you and how they treat you, your identity is in Christ. Now, 100%. you need to have grace with them because you've right. created the chaos, right? And I, and, I, and I say all those things. And so absolutely, I had a season of dealing with my sin, with my selfishness, with my chaos. Uh, and that wasn't easy. But, and I'll say it again today, my relationship with Christ, I'm knowing that I didn't have to walk through that alone. And right. knowing that no temptation... Uh, could overcome me and that I'd have a way of escape and knowing that the Spirit of God is now alive and at work in me and that same Spirit was the Spirit that raised Christ from the dead. So that's resurrection power. So as I'm walking into this legal issue or I'm walking into this debt issue or I'm walking into this family issue, man, that is a very real thing. But I have uh, one with me that is the supreme, that spoke all things into existence. And I say this and I'm probably stealing it from some pastor but it's from nothing burst forth everything because he spoke. Right. That God says, I'm with you now to the end of age. And so as I'm walking through these things, they're hard. I'm, I'm being, um, I'm being uh, not passive. One of our right. podcasts that we're recording today is going to be about passivity. I'm, being, um, I'm going towards these things, not running from these things. Or am I numbing myself because of these things? I'm addressing them, and I'm making a decision. No matter what, I'm going to be an agent of truth and righteousness no matter the cost. I might have to go to jail. I might, my wife might end up divorcing me when I get home. Uh, I'm going to end up having to pay this back for the rest of my life. 
okay, I'm on this earth, but a mist, and then I'm with him forever. Yeah. And not only that, while I'm here, while I'm here, he's redeeming me. He's sanctifying me. I can have joy. I can have joy. It's heavy. It it really is heavy. And that's why I really wanted to re-record with us today when I'm not a crying, slobbering mess because I was a train wreck the first time we recorded. But I, I love, I love our conversation. And honestly, I could speak to you forever because I, I just think it's so powerful for you to um, step in and, and really speak truth, truth from scripture over this thing that I think it again, it touches us all. It touches us all, whether it's a personal story, someone you live with, someone you know in your family, uh, someone you work with, it doesn't matter. It, addiction touches us all. And especially in a world of a pandemic when people are home, uh, you know, I think that was something I thought of this morning as well is, you know, we're seeing suicide rates go up. Um, teenagers are struggling mentally, physically, and with their mental wellness. I, I'm thankful that we're in a world now where people can say I'm not okay. Yeah. And, and it's okay to say that. I'm glad uh, that that's happening. But my question would be, what's the next step for you? So I, I myself, since our last, you know, recording have, have, uh, gone into, um, counseling and I'm thankful for it because, yeah. uh, and honestly, it's a lot of what we're talking about right now. It's a Christian counselor. So I recommend mm-hmm. that for people. If you're not okay, then f- seek out help. Uh, a lot of companies will pay for that. It's, it's a small look. If you'll go see the doctor for your $20 copay, go see a counselor work this out with people. There's people that are in that profession that can help you sort this out. Um, and I'm so thankful for our time and and for our conversation, because I think it helped. I I hope anyone listening to this, it's helping them sort this out as well, but at least get them to a place where they're ready for the next step. That's if you and I have done that, then I think you and I would both agree that we've, we've done what God, we, we controlled the input. God controls the outcome. Yeah, and many of the Christian counseling places that I'm that I'm familiar with and working with and and have experienced myself, uh, you mentioned Copa. Even if you don't have insurance, though, and and it's really hard pressed times, they have the ones that I'm aware of. They they have sliding scales. Hey, how much are you bringing in? Let's look at your bills. Okay, here's what we want you to pay us each month, and it's very affordable and it's very beneficial. And so, don't allow finances, insurance, anything like that to be an excuse because we've just chopped the legs out from that. Uh, be bold as a lion, right? Yeah. And, and march towards that. The Bible says in Proverbs that the wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. Uh, that fires me up. I love that. I love it. Uh, but the first part of that, the lion as bold as a lion, I, I, we all kind of get that. Lions are pretty bold, but that, that fleeing when no one's even pursuing, and, and that's the wicked heart. That's like you're running from things, man. There's no one chasing you. Mm-hmm. So just stop stop you know so let me ask you this because people listening to this what resources uh, not everybody can make it to tennessee but i love you all you know that i i desperate i mean i dearly uh we're kindred spirits we've said multiple times now we are um uh we are linked for some reason again we control the inputs god controls the outcome where where the outcome is our friendship at this point um you know, because of a documentary, which, and I'm not diminishing the documentary. I don't want anybody to lose the fact that please go watch the documentary because if nothing else, if, if everything we're saying is foreign to you, please go watch the documentary because it's not foreign to what's happening in our country right now. Uh, you know, uh, you guys spend a lot of time, effort and, and finances and capital building that documentary. And, and look, it should not be just 
dismissed. Uh, I really want people to go watch the documentary because again, it, it was the moment for me that said something is not right. You have to address this. Um, that being said, what other resources do you all have? You know, if I can't get on yeah. a plane, cause you're in Tennessee or, or, you know, if I, if, if I know someone or I myself need to come see you. So just walk me through that. What resources yeah. are available through you guys? Cause you, you know, yeah. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. And I, and I'll also just kind of add with the documentary, one of the things that we've, we've saw, we've seen, and it's been multiple churches, they'll do a screening like on a night, mm. not a Sunday morning or anything like that. But, uh, and a couple of them have been at like a celebrate recovery, but there's been a few churches that just on a Monday night, they'll do a screening, um, and then promote it. And we have like things that you could, pr- so I would encourage if, if, if you've seen the documentary or you watch it after hearing this and you think it's good, encourage your pastors, send it to your, um, uh, church leaders and, and see if they can promote and have a, have a, I don't know, a, a recovery night to, to bring yeah. awareness. Um, and that we have marketing materials. We could send you the, the memes and stuff to post from Zach Williams and, and Mark Hall and things like that, that promote it and you put it out there and all that, you know, we'll walk you through if you need it, but resource wise, um, if they can't get to us, um, I mean, I, I would say if, if you need to be somewhere, um, first and foremost, and you can't get out of state or you're not able to travel or whatever, I, I would call us for one and see if we can help you get here. But two, mm-hmm. just cause I'm confident of this place so much. Cause not only cause I lead it because I went through it and, and, right. and I know what God does here, but, uh, I would, yeah, I would Google Christ centered recovery for sure. Uh, but as far as our resources, uh, if you go to S the number two L.net, uh, we have workbooks, curriculum, we have video series, uh, we have the, the um, documentary, we have teacher's guides, we, we have things there, but then also, um, and I'm not, I'm not trying to plug a show on your show, but we do oh, have a please. lot of resources on our YouTube channel. We have daily devotions, we have our weekly podcast. Uh, we're about to launch another devotion, and then uh, we're about to launch a show uh, that's aimed towards parents and families of of people going through addiction, uh, led by parents of children uh, that went through our child that went through addiction, and so and we have a catapult service, which is a weekly service that it goes live at seven on Thursday Central, uh, and it's it's really a Christ centered, um, almost like a it's time of worship and almost kind of a sermon, but it's really kind of geared around the biblical truths when it comes to addiction um, and life, really. Mm-hmm. Where do so I, I would find say all those that stuff? Kind of, um, the resources that I mentioned at S2L.net, the, the YouTube channel is just called S2L Studio, and it's always the number two, not spelling it out, T-W-O or T-O. It's the number two, the numeral two. So S2L Studio is the YouTube channel, and then S2L.net is the resource page. Okay. And those are important. So hopefully everybody got those because, um, you know, I think, I hope I, if uh, we talked about the first time, if one person, one person hears this and says, I need to make a change or they know someone in their life that needs to make a change. Um, what I think my goal was to one, make awareness for the, the documentary, because I think anybody that sees it will be triggered in some way to possibly make a change or to speak to a family member that may need to make a change. But, um, you know, I don't want to leave people just kind of, okay, now what? Um, so I think that's the next question for you. If someone's hearing this, um, 
you know, we talked about the fellowship of the mat before uh, in the first episode yeah. where uh, those guys drug their friend to I Jesus, right, right? It was powerful. And again, I was kind of a train wreck in that episode, but, but I think that's where I was in life. Um, a friend had, had really drugged me, as you said earlier, drug you into the light. Um, mm. uh, you know, if someone's hearing this and they need, they, they themselves or they have a family member or a friend that they are just so burdened uh they need to drag to the light drag to jesus um what's your what's your best recommendation for those next steps yeah um i mean and i have things that i say i don't want them to sound like just cliche one-liners but it but to break it down is pretty self-explanatory and, and i would just say if, if you're the loved one uh, brother, sister, mother, father, friend, uncle, you know, of someone who's going through an addiction. So if you're really trying to help someone drag that into the light, um, just kind of a, and I don't want it to be catchphrasey or whatever, but it's true. I mean, you make it as easy as possible for them to walk into a, a recovery situation. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side of that, you make it as hard as possible for them to stay in their current situation, right. which means this, if, if you're, if you're, depending on the authority that you have in their life, you no longer provide ways for them to continue. You no longer give money, clearly. You no longer even let them drive your vehicle. You, If they're not following rules and they're not willing to get help, you don't let them stay with you. Um, you always love them. You always pray for them. And you're, you're doing these things to love them better, not to yeah. hurt you. And I'll tell you this. They will say the things that have that will hurt you the most in your life. Right. Um, they will know how to hurt you. They will know what stings the most. They'll make you feel like you are doing something wrong and that you are the one that is causing this pain in their life. And who knows the things that they will say, but I'm telling you, making it as hard as possible for them to stay in a life of addiction will not only save their life physically. We, we could talk about stats, uh, but one day, Lord willing, one day, they'll look back and thank you. Thank mm. you for it. Hey, and I will add, just to kind of lighten it up a little bit, um, I mentioned the S2L Studio and the YouTube channel. Um, do you have any advice? My co-host of Life After Addiction podcast, he's he's just really out of shape, and he's not... <laughs> He's sitting right there. <laughs> he's so mad. <laughs> oh no! Part of some of what we're doing, he's actually on this on this thing. He's getting into really good shape. But I had to bust good. on him a little bit because yeah. it made me laugh. No, and I I I can't see them. Uh, but again, I'm forever thankful for both of the guys that I can't see currently on camera. They can hear you, uh, and I know that. And and I'm thankful forever for our time, uh, the the post Zoom that we did. Uh, yeah. But no, I agree with you. I think I think there's things. Again, I I'm I'm probably someone that said things that um, I'm sorry for. Um, in the midst of that, but I, so what I'll tell you, I, you know, again, again, this wasn't about me, but I, I will tell you as someone, um, uh, since our last episode, you know, acknowledgement, failure, caught, and then had to make another change. And one of those changes was giving up complete finances, my credit cards, my debit cards, all, all access. I had to strip myself of the ability and, you know, not only for myself, it was for the trust factor for those that I had hurt. Um, yeah. 
you know what I mean? I, I, so what you just said really resonated with me. And again, that's, I, I hope people hearing this understand that that's the road that you're probably may or may not, you know, there's a lot of success stories out there probably where that didn't happen. But the reality is when you're talking about addiction, you're talking about a long, probably a long series or a long-term process uh, yeah. that has to be broken and broken in many ways. And some of those may be giving up complete control. But if you're serious about it, that's what it's going to take on the other side. Yeah. And let me add to that. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll put this uh, disclaimer on it at first because it needs to be said at some point. Um, so, so not if you are someone who has fallen into sin, fallen into addiction, fallen, uh, had an affair, had a uh, caused harm to your loved ones. If you are that person, I'll disclaimer with this. You're, you're not a punching bag for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Right. With that being said, if you're not humble enough to allow grace for them to heal, to allow accountability in your life, to allow these things that really hurt your pride. And, and as he just, as, as Aaron just said, if you're not in that place, you should really search your soul, search my heart, oh Lord, and, and know the thought, know my thoughts, God says, and really say, reveal that to me, Lord, that displeases you. Because if you're not willing to allow those things, especially early on, maybe you're not repentant of them, right? Uh, and right. so you're not yeah. a punching bag. There is a line that it's just like, okay, you, they've got to heal, and, and it just seems like they're not. And so I'm, I'm setting up a boundary here. But that's, that's a place that you get to. If you're not in that place, guys, that, that you've had these things happen in your life, that these the show your family grace when they are maybe a little too angry, but also allow the accountability in your life, then you should probably check and see if you're fully repentant of what, what you've done, repenting to God, not that... Not that um, you know, it's good to ask for forgiveness and seek forgiveness of others, but their forgiveness means nothing in the, in the eternal scope. Mm. Man, again, God's timing is amazing. Um, mm. you know, one of the things the counselor said to me was, um, you have to like, do you want to decide? Cause I, I can do all the motions. I can give yeah, up the credit cards. Too. I can, right. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that as, as two, um, addicts, uh, recovering addicts recovered, whichever, you know, wherever you are on the spectrum, um, you know, that's what the counselor said to me was, you know, Hey, listen, it, that's all good. You can do all the, we can do all the, the stuff, but if we haven't decided in our heart that we're done, then forget it. We're, we're going to fail and we're going to fail over and over and over again. Um, and, and I thought that was really powerful for me. And um, I, I think you've probably, you've probably seen that, I would think. Yeah. And, and I think it, it's, if you're, if we see examples in the word of God of, of, for example, David, he's all over the place. He's like, I feel close to you, Lord, and I'm in your arms. And then he turned the page and he's like, where are you, God? You're so yeah. far away. And so I think having these understanding of, of what seems like crazy thoughts or bipolar thoughts, well, we see a man after God's own heart, as God gave David that name, right. uh, experiencing those. But but I also just, you know, just say, thinking through... <coughs> excuse me. Sorry about that. No, you're good. Thinking through... Um, what we're what we're allowing to take place in our life and what we're mm -hmm. allowing the uh, accountability to take place in our life if, if and i've heard this said it's almost if the sin 
that that has caused you so much pain and that you're wanting God to redeem you from, if it's not like throw up in your mouth, mm. if it's not repulsive to you, plead with God that it is. Now, even when sin is repulsive to you and like throw up in your mouth, sometimes we are like the dog that returns to that. But the good thing is, is I hate it now. I hate Mm. this sin. It's disgusting to me. And that's way different a mindset than I got caught or it's probably a good idea for my life, my family, whatever. If I stop doing this thing, that's way different than hating your sin. Mm. for it being vomit in your mouth and it disgusts you. And you'll get violent against it. Not violent physically, but violent against the thoughts that would lead you to think that that sin is the answer when you have many years of history or many months of history saying that it only causes more pain. You get violent against that stuff because it's vomit. Wow. That's powerful. And, and, yeah, and, man. It's, it's, gosh, we could talk literally all day. I, we really could. We, we got to get together. <laughs> Yeah, I got to get on a plane. I need to come to Tennessee. Um, But because you mentioned David, you know, David did some really nasty stuff. And I think those caught in addiction will do some stupid stuff. Look, I'm not I'm not preaching against I'm I'm, as as one who's been, you know, in addiction myself. We'll do some really stupid stuff to to the outside world, to those that love us, care for us. Um, They'll look at it and go, what in the world? world why would you do that they don't understand it you know david we obviously know the sin that he was in with Bathsheba, and then you know man he put her husband on the front line in to to cover and and i know that's a that's an extreme example but it's an example of i think the the lengths that an addict will go to to cover their addictions cover their Right to your point, um, until I just am broken to the place of, of uh, man, I, as you said, I, I, I hate this. I, but yeah. I, I think even, the, even in that, they hate it at that moment, but they're yeah. still covering, they're still hiding, they're still this, 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 that, and the other. Yeah. Would you agree? I would. I think the hatred, um, there was definitely a season in my life that, I hated the life I was living, and it wasn't because it dishonored God. It was because mm. everything my life had become so like physically addicted to a drug that I couldn't do anything. Couldn't get up and have a phone call, a meeting, go to work, have lunch, whatever, without a drug, and literally told myself. I'd know. And so I hated what my life, right? I didn't hate the sin. I didn't hate that it dishonored God. And, and I think the difference is, is like, let's use David as an example. I think a lot of times when we, we don't like our sin and we understand it, but we're just, um, I'm so mad at myself for doing it again or whatever stage that is, I think that's what leads down to the front lines, putting the, her husband on the front lines. To whereas if we recall the story, the Bible says that David was on a roof at a time that kings were to be at war. He was somewhere he should not have been. Mm. Now, when it's vomit in your mouth and you hate it because it dishonors God, you might still be on that roof and you might still have that look over at Bathsheba and be like, wow, now... And you might let your mind go there to a place. But when you're at a place to where it's, I hate it because it dishonors God and I know it brings me pain, you take that, you capture that thought, and then David would walk off the roof. Right. And, and, you know, we wouldn't have the story. And, I mean... 
those kind of things. Obviously, we're talking hypothetical. I'm not trying to predict right. what David, 100%. King David, a hero of our faith, would have done. But right. I mean, that kind of example is that we're still going to fall into certain things. But when it's when it's disgusting to us, we tend to act a little quicker. We tend to repent. We tend to swallow our pride and say, "Hey, this is." This is not who I am. And then that becomes easier and easier. It becomes easier and easier to turn, to repent, to turn, to repent, to where it's no longer it's like, I'm not even going to be on the roof anymore. Mm. Like, I'm, I'm going to be right. where God's called me to be because I know it's going to end badly if I'm not, you know? I love that. And, and I'll, I'll piggyback one more thing on that. I had a friend, um, I think it's important to surround ourselves with community that will tell you, For don't sure. be on the roof. Yes. What are you doing? turn around don't be on the roof and you made on and honestly you know your family's your closest network but i think you you talked about in our first episode the the part of uh, the success rate when it relies when it when it was attached to our people in church or not and this isn't a mm. plug for any you know again we're, we're just talking as you said hypothetically we're, we're talking in general but um get in yeah. community Get in community, yeah, even if look at yeah, yeah, man. If if get in community, get in with people that you can text that says, "Man, I'm about to go um, meet so and so. I'm I'm headed." No, turn around, and you may hate that friend at that moment, but man, you'll be so thankful man. that they said, "Turn around, turn and it's around." Up to you to have home. that guy in your life. Yes. It's up to you because it's easy to shut that guy down. Right. No one wants to be that guy anyway. A true well, some people do, but those those people don't need to be in your life anyway. But right. no one wants to go and confront someone about sin. If they love you, they will. And and he was and Aaron was referring to it for those that don't recall. Um, S2L has a, a survey that we did of, of guys who have been out of the program for at least a year. We called a whole bunch of people uh, and their families, and sixty percent of them were still living a life of freedom, which is which is. Not good enough for us, but it's five times the national average. The national right. average is 12%. 12%. Now, we inside of the survey, we asked about church, and astronomically, overwhelmingly, out of the 60% that were doing well, I want to say, I'd have to look at it. It's been a little bit. I, I, probably 100% of those people were in church. Now, this fellowship piece is not just for someone struggling with addiction. It's the Christian life. Right. It's how God's called us to walk through problems and have um, sanctification and grow closer to Him. He He's He made us to be communal pe- beings, and we need each other. And so, yeah, please have people in your. I always say this, and that's I didn't come up with this, but you, you got to always have three pe- three types of people in your life. You got to have Pauls in your life that right. are your spiritual authority that you look up to and. Obviously, God's your spiritual authority, but when you look up to them, you come to them with major issues, and if they tell you something, you don't think twice really about it. They're, they're someone that you trust and that are uh, heavy in their faith. So that's one. Number two, you got to have a Barnabas in your life. Right. Barnabas is someone who walks with you and encourages you, and you encourage them, and it's really a mutual type thing of just growing together and loving the Lord. And then the third type person is a Timothy, mm-hmm. someone that you are their Paul. Someone that, that you're ministering to. And I mean, I think that would be, um, I think that would be an ideal situation for, uh, God's call of go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the father, son, and the Holy spirit. I mean, to be a disciple maker, a disciple of Jesus Christ. I think if you have those people in your life and 
it doesn't have to necessarily be three people. It could be whatever many people. But those type things, I think, we're missing out as Christians, missing out this side of eternity on some heavenly type, um, I don't know, some godly things here on earth if we're not fellowshipping, if we don't allow people to hold us accountable, if pride eats us up and it's just like secret sin kills. It's so far. I swear we were cut from the same cloth. I think we might've been separated at birth because I, I heard that sermon as well. I don't remember. I, I've heard it multiple times, multiple ways, but uh, and I think the way I heard it was, you know, there's always someone leading you, you're leading someone and there's someone to share the journey. Um, yeah. You know, that those three things we have to have that in our lives, someone that's leading us, someone that we're leading and someone to share the journey. Um, yeah. You know, and I don't, I'm sure there's a pastor, as you said, it's, that, yeah. that, that quoted that or an author or whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, everything goes back to, to them, what Jesus but, said. So right, I'm not, right. I'm not too worried about it. But, but you're right. It, it, it's so true. We have to have someone that's leading us. And hopefully yeah. those are the right role models. We have to have someone we're leading. If we're living a life that is worthy, uh, then we're leading someone else and we got to have somebody to share the journey. Um, and you need yeah. people in your life that are going to call you or you text. And I'm, t- I'm, I'm telling you this again, personal experience. Um, you need people that are going to say, turn around, get out of your car, you know, go home, get out of your car. Don't go where you're going to go right now. Or if you text them and say, Hey, I'm, I'm thinking about the dude. No, don't, you know, um, you're going to hate them at the moment, but you're going to love them and thank them forever. Um, so yeah. man, we can yeah, talk I for hours. I constantly tell Carl and, and Ryan just how terrible decisions that they make. And I'm always just like, guys, come on. When you're thinking about this and just turn around, don't do that. Don't say that, Carl. Don't do that, Ryan. No, they're, they're going to kill me. They're behind. Ke- oh, no, no. no. About, Ryan picked up his foot and acted like he was about to kick the camera. Well, <laughs> no, I, these are some good dudes right here, man. They are. Like they are. And they've spoken to my life. Um, and like I said, we could talk for hours. I really do think we can. We got to do yeah. this a lot. Um, I, I feel for like sure. we need to do this. Got to have on our Life After Addiction podcast soon. We, we don't have any guests yet. We're kind of early on in the video aspect of it. But uh, you're, we talked off camera, but you're top of the list, man. As soon as yeah. we start having guests, we really want you to come on and, and share your story and share your experience uh, on our on our show. That's such a huge honor uh, for me. And so let's go through all the links. Um, okay. First of all, let's start at the top, uh, the Forgotten Pandemic. Because I know last time we mm-hmm. talked – it was not free. It, it is, but because there's streaming services and there's some things you guys are working through. Mm-hmm. So forgotten pandemic. If I've heard this today, where do I find it? Yeah. Um, the forgotten pandemic.com. Okay. Uh, and, and then, or, which is also where you could find our resources and, and you could find everything at one location. S two L.net. And that's, that's the number the two. Number two right? Yeah. So S two L.net. And then the recovery uh, program is S two L recovery.org. So that's the number two L recovery.org. You can go to our website. We're an all male facility licensed, uh, joint commission accredited. We, by God's grace, we are accepting insurance now and things like that. So, um, I believe that's all the links, that's but you're on links. socials too, right? You're on yep, Twitter, I have Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. I've started looking at TikTok uh, just because I'm trying to like <laughs> five year plan from now, but, Man, I don't know. I can't spend much time on TikTok. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a little older, I guess, getting older, but I just can't do the dances sometimes. And yeah, right. There's a lot of, it's kind of some, it, there's some raunchy stuff. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't, I'm yeah. not going to get on a high horse, but it, right. it, it's pretty, 
I wouldn't recommend any male who struggles with any kind of lust to have a TikTok account. No, uh, and, and you can quickly and, change that. Um, and I had to ask someone because I think honestly, again, now we're on a rant, but but the first thing a TikTok does when I when I logged on for some stupid reason because algorithms, I don't know why, but yeah. the first thing it did was present me with a bunch of stuff I didn't want to see. Uh, yeah. And so I finally asked a friend of mine, I'm like, hey, why am I seeing this? Because I didn't ask for this. This is what is being served to me. That's right. And and she said, all right, you just need to to swipe quickly. Don't don't watch it. Just oh, swipe, okay. and as soon as you do that, it'll start telling TikTok. So, if for anybody listening to this, if you're on TikTok and you see these videos, let's just call it bikini-clad women. Um, yeah. s- scroll. Just don't watch it. Yeah. Just move. It's, go to next. And and as yeah. you do that, it'll train TikTok to tell you, I, I don't want to see that. Um, yeah, because anyway. I was confused. I mean, by God, <laughs> not to boast in me, but by God's grace. Um, lust is something that I, that he's re- taken from me as well, and so yeah. I'm not, have never looked at porn on my phone, anything in years. Right. Right. And all of a sudden, I get on this to try to have a Christian recovery TikTok thing, and it's just like all of this like right. raunchy, like what? And yeah. So now I know, but I mean, also if you don't want to just swipe, just burn it. Yes, delete, don't get on it. Delete it. Yeah. Just don't do Who it. Cares. Right. I'm actually well, I, jealous of, of some guys that have gotten off of uh, social medias just because I was late to the game, really late to the game on social media, like two years ago maybe I got on it. Um, you know, all social medias, or maybe three, but looking back, I was like, yeah, I, I was almost – Anyways, that's another day. Yeah. <laughs> just, no, you know, it's, it's necessary so It's necessary for guys like it us is. that are trying it to is. grow a business, trying to grow a ministry, trying to grow a, 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 you know, anything that we're trying to do. It's a necessity in it some is. ways. And there could be a lot of fruit, too. A there lot could of be a things. lot of fruit. but uh, And there's a lot of great things. You and I probably yeah. uh, are friends, and we get to know each other. We can stay connected because of social media. So that's there's right. a lot of good things, but uh, be careful. Be very, very that's careful. Right. So Because that itself can be an addiction. Um, sure. As you said, another podcast for another day, but, uh, man, I, I appreciate you all so much. And you know that I hope you know that, uh, how much I appreciate you. I'm, I'm thankful we were able to come on and do another, um, uh, interview. I hope people have found this powerful. Um, besides our first interview, that one, the full interview, I think one day will, will once again be unveiled, unveiled, I should say, uh, it was edited, uh, for some reasons, but, um, Man, I'm, I, I hope people will listen to this today and find or seek or question or internalize or look at themselves, I think, is the thing I'm, I'm thinking of, and, and really study. Uh, because I want people to have freedom, and that's what our first episode was all about, was um, a confession on my part. But I think it was, it was, I want people to find freedom, a freedom that you have, a freedom that I'm striving for. Um, yeah. freedom that you see every day in your ministry. Um, that's what I want for people. And if, if, if we can help, if this episode can help somehow. Yeah. Um, so if I, again, I'm, if I'm listening to this and I'm lost, I have no idea where to start because I'll say this at one point I thought about checking myself into a hospital. And I knew there would be ripples behind me. Man, that's an extreme case, right? That's an extreme move. Um, if someone's listening to this yeah. today and they say, okay, this this hit me, um, what's the next step? 
because maybe they can't get to Tennessee. Maybe they, I think we said this on the first episode, email me, Aaron at unscripted, myunscripted.com, Aaron at myunscripted.com, yeah. email. Uh, can I, can you give out your, like, what, what's the next step? If someone's listening to this, what's yeah. their next step? Yeah, I would, I would, I would go to s2lrecovery.org, uh, call, um, if you're a female, um, you know, we have a list of female facilities that we believe in that are Christ-centered. Uh, but just call, see, see what what talk. We have a great team of um, guys that are answering the phones, uh, and that's that's their really their only job, uh, or one of them. We all wear many hats, but um, I believe most of them went through the program actually, mm-hmm. and so ask questions, ask, and, and they are passionate about what they do. And so I think a phone call, and, and I, I'll tell you the number if I could, but s2lrecovery.org, check it out, whether you can get here or not, um, and, and we can maybe help guide you in a certain way. Um, yeah, and, and I think obviously with YouTube, at the, uh, S2L Studio uh, is, is the YouTube channel's name. And, um yeah, how many? And this is just. Let's see if we could do something here. Let's let's try okay. to let's try to get some some things going. How many uh, YouTube? Um, are you under five thousand YouTube subscribers? Yes, sir. All right. That if we can get close. if we can get unscripted or Aaron, what's your YouTube channel? Yeah, I, I'm subscribed uh, to it. I can't remember the name of it though. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not good at YouTube. <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, if is you good. look up. Uh, I don't know. Um, I, I, gosh, I don't know. But but yeah. Right, if you, what if you, platform if you, are you wanting to push the most? Let's do this. What platform? What's your what social? Let's go Twitter. Uh, I'm right. a I'm a Twitter guy. So let's just say right. um, unscripted, and it's not podcast. The word it's P D C S T. I think or something like that. Search right. for it. If, you'll find if it. If we can add 5,000 more followers to the Twitter account, we will release the edited version of the podcast that he had before. <laughs> He's like, uh, excuse me. Man, there's... 10,000 uh, more. 10,000 more. There's now some conversations I need to have here locally before we do that. <laughs> I'm just joking. That was, that was so... And, and it's... it's He's, he's very humble. Um He's not a, he wasn't a babbling, crying fool. He was, he was, it was a moment that God was working on his heart and it was, um, very light compared to the things I've seen in the aspect of 10 years of doing what I've done. And he's just a, a a godly man and not afraid to share his thoughts. So that was cool. Well, as are you, my friend. And, um, you know, you took my phone call from a Walmart parking lot, uh, the day before we recorded me crying on that. Uh, you sat there while I cried on a. A podcast to promote a uh, a documentary for you, but you know there's a friendship, and I'm I'm thankful for you. I I am blessed by what you guys do. I want others to find freedom. I want I want others to seek out freedom. I want others to get honest, and even if it means that the beginning of your 2022 is rough, it's worth it. Yeah, whatever that cost. Because look, like we said, and this is look. I, I'm not saying this is a guy that's on a pedestal. I'm saying this is a guy that's in the mud with you. Um, yeah. I literally am in the mud with you. If you're hearing this, I'm in the mud with you. I am dirty as can be. Um, make those decisions now. Make those conversations now. Make those changes yeah. now. It's 2022. It's a new year. You know, we all do the the resolution stuff. Don't go another day without looking your spouse, your friends, whatever it may be in the eye and saying whatever you need to say, do the tough, do the hard now 
and f- experience freedom. Because by the end of 2022, I hope you're in a place where you look back and you say that was really hard. January 2022 was rough because uh, yeah. it's going to be, it's going to be. But again, remember this, your eternity and the way that Christ sees you and God sees you, man, you are his prized child. Yeah. You are his, just like you look at your children. If someone's hearing this, if you have children, just like I look at my kids, I'm going to be mad at them. There's times where I'm going to be frustrated, but they're my kids and there's nothing that can separate their love, my love for them. Uh, Christ looks at you the same way. He looks at you on the other side, on the other side. You, uh, my good friend, Gary Miracle says it this way. You're standing in John Lynch as well. I think a lot of us see us looking at this pile of stuff, our mess and Christ is on the other side of it saying, you know, shaking his head and rolling his eyes and he's frustrated. No, no. Christ is on the, this side of the pile with us, with his arm around you saying, I know, but I still love you. And if you're hearing this, no matter where you are, if you're struggling with an addiction, Christ has his arm around you and he still loves you. God still loves you. He know as as we've said multiple times, he is not surprised by addiction, um, but he loves you yeah. fiercely. And so your debt in eternity is paid. You do have to pay your stupid tax here, and so that's going to be tough. And I don't I don't want to preach for you. I'm just saying what I've learned over the last two months. Um, I got to pay my stupid tax. And uh, it's hard, but man, there's so much freedom. And every day is a little better and a little better and a little better. And the trust bank with those that love you the most, you're going to have to make some deposits because you've emptied it. (laughs) You have emptied that trust bank. Make your deposits. Make your tough decision. Do it today. And hopefully, I think Adam and I, I speak for Adam probably when I say, by the end of 2022, you're going to be in a much better place. And it'll be the scariest thing you do, but it'll also be the most freeing thing you ever do. Amen. Amen. Well, man, you're my brother. Um, We did it. We did it. We came, we saw, we conquered. And we're going to do it again. Here's the thing. We're going to do it again. Just just FYI, open up your calendar because we're going to do this again. I think we should do this multiple times because I I, I really believe that we're going to help people. And, uh, man, if we've done that, if we help one person today with this episode, um. God's, God be the glory, right? Yeah. Um, just having a conversation with your bud and it's helping people, that's amazing. 100%. Amazing technology. Give me three things. Uh, there's two links that you've mentioned and then also your podcast link. So uh, the two links, one more time. The two links are s2lrecovery.org, okay. s2l.net. And then S2L Studio is the pod, is the YouTube channel. The podcast is called Life After Addiction. So, I mean, everywhere podcasts are, but we're really pushing it on YouTube yeah. uh, as we feel that's the direction that things are moving. So that's why I asked you about your YouTube channel. So I would love for you to go subscribe to the YouTube channel. That's that's a big goal of ours is to to help get this message out. And um, Yeah. Okay, so that was Man, four. I appreciate you having me. Was it four? Man, it is four. It's uh, two websites. Oh. It's fine. That's fine. It's Grace. Grace, baby. Uh, so Grace, thank two you. websites, the uh, two websites, the podcast and the YouTube channel. Uh, so yeah. go go support my friend Adam. Go support all the all the guys at S2L. And, uh, you know, you're going to see me continue to uh, 
promote, retweet, all those kind of things too, because I, I love you guys. I really do. Um, you I stepped you, in man. at a time in my life that was, uh, uh, really critical and I'm, I'm forever thankful for you. Yeah. Well, and, and we're thankful for you, man. And you, you show us all the love in the world on Twitter and I'm thankful for that. We have a very small Twitter following, uh, just, just, unfortunately, but I, I see, I see the things you're saying, man, about the podcast and I'll screenshot it and send it to Carl and, and Ryan and man. And so you're supportive of us and, and saying very kind things about what we're doing. And so very thankful for you too, man. And I'm very thankful and glad. And I was excited and now I see why, because this is what we get. So thank you for having me on today. And, um, yeah, we'll do it again soon. All right. Next time wear a hoodie because you're wearing a suit I and know, I feel man, completely underdressed. I had a thing I was doing before this. It feels so weird. I, this is not my normal garb. All right. Well, for, for Carl, for Ryan, for Adam, I love you guys. Happy New Year to you. And uh, let's do this again real soon. All right, my brother? Yes, sir, man. Thank you. Love you, buddy. All right, man. Talk to you soon. Love you, too. See ya. See ya. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Unscripted Podcast with your host, Aaron Conrad, from his studio at the Junction in Old Hilliard. Make sure to like, share, follow, and review on your favorite podcast platforms. Also, make sure to check out my song, Great and Mighty One, on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your music. We'll see you next time on Unscripted with Aaron Conrad.